Bavakama, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Gimel 1-3. And this Mishnah is amazingly terse, meaning it's very concise, very few words. And if you're ever looking for a, a prime example of how Rabbi Nasi I wanted to create with the Mishnah like a, a syllabus for teaching Torah Shabbat without sort of explicating the Torah Shabbat fully, so it had to essentially remain oral because you need a, a tradition to understand what the Mishnah is saying. You need to look no further than this Mishnah. I'll, I'll translate for you literally here first, and you'll just see the tremendous concision and how it's sort of like basically a, a closed book. Uh, the Mishnah says, Shum Kesef, um, a money appraisal, Vishava Kesef, and a money equivalent, Bifne Bezdin, in front of the courts, Va'al Pi'ein Bnei Chor and Bnei Bris, according to witnesses who are free and Jewish, Va'nashim Mekal HaNezek, women are included in the principles of damage, Va'nizek Va'mazek Patashlumen, and the damaged party and the person who's responsible for the damage in payment. Yes, that makes no sense whatsoever. That's okay. Um, each of these little phrases um, are teaching own, their own separate world of halachas, and then let's go through them one at a time. The first is shum kasef, which means uh, like a financial appraisal. And what that's referring to is, in the event that there is a hezek, there's damage caused, so then the bezdin is to formally appraise and give a dollar amount. Uh, you know, or, or shekel amount to the amount of damage caused and to obligate the specific dollar amount. Like you say, what's that exactly getting at? The idea is this. If, for example, you know, your dam- your property damages me and my property damages you, so then we don't just say, okay, we're even, we'll call it quits. No, no. If my property caused you $10 of damage and your property caused me $30 of damage, so then we, we net it out and we say, you have to pay me 20 Okay, that's shum kesef. Vishava kesef means, and that it's it's done with uh, money equivalents. That's referring to a specific case where the bezin is collecting from heirs, meaning the person who was responsible, the mazik, he's dead. So he had obligations to pay the nizik, but he's no longer here. So that liability doesn't transfer directly um, to his heirs, his, his sons, we'll call them. Um, but the property that he owns... When he prior to his death, that's encumbered, like we've seen elsewhere, uh, and it's it's um there's like a it's like a, as if it's got a lien on it um to, from a creditor, meaning the person who to whom he damaged. So the point is that although money and other movables chattels are not encumbered uh, when they pass on through inheritance, real property at, like uh, real estate and buildings and so on is. So the point is when the bezin's collecting from the heir's estate. They'll only collect it from the real estate specifically and nothing else. So here, Shavakesa refers specifically to land um, or things attached to the land. And that's basically the principle that's expressing is that metaltli de yasmi lebalchov lo mishtabdi, which that's Aramaic, of course, which which means in English, the movable property of the of the orphans, meaning the heirs, are not mishtabed, they're not encumbered or leaned by the balchov the creditor, the person who was owed money. Okay, so that's Shavakasef, that you collect from land if you're collecting from um, inheritors. Bifnei Bezdin, in front of the Bezdin. This means that when one does this um, appraisal and the, the carrying out of the decision who owes who money and how much, it must be done in front of a formal Bezdin. And really this has in mind a Bezdin, a court of mumchim, of experts, people who have smicha, or Smuchin, they've really got the whole Masorah from Moshe Benu on down. They're now living in Israel with the title Rebbe, 
like we have the the Tanaim. Um, and that's what it has in mind, experts. Now, there was a subsequent Takanas Chachamim that, not ever, that we've lost the, that smicha process. No one's walking around with the Rebbe title today. And therefore, Hediotos, less, you know, less um, well-confirmed Dianam are allowed to um, rule on these kind of these kind of financial cases. But really, even then, we're only talking about um, non, you know, generic cases, if you will, um, but not things like DNA Knossos, not extraordinary cases, like when you have to pay a double payment or a four and five payment and the like. There, the Chum did not permit Hediotos, non-Musmachim, non-formally ordained rabbis, um, to act as Dayan. Okay, so it has to be in front of a, a, a proper Bezidim experts. Fine. Valpi Eidem B'nei Chorin B'nei Bris, the testimony that's accepted in the court to determine whether or not there's a liability here that arose from kind of some kind of hezek, from some kind of damage. It has to be done through um, proper kosher witnesses who are b'nei chorim, they're free men as opposed to slaves, and b'nei bris, they're Jewish as opposed to Gentiles. V'hanashem b'chlal hanezek, this is like a new paragraph. It's saying that the rules of nezek and of how damages are, you know, the liabilities that come from and people being having to pay or be paid, apply equally to women as they do to men. Meaning, if a woman was the person who caused damage, she has to pay. If a woman who was damaged, she is repaid, and her compensation is exactly the same as if for a man. There's no difference under the law between men and women. Finally, this point is that sometimes it could happen in unusual scenarios where the loss is born, like the, the that's arising from the need to make, you know, from the Hezek, is borne by both the Nizek, the damaged party, and the Mazik, the person responsible for the damage. Uh, and the case is something like this. If, you know, Mr. A's cow falls into Mr. B's pit, and the cow was worth 100 before, and it now it's dead in the pit, so now it's only worth 40, because it could be go to the glue factory. So that means that Mr. B's pit is, is the source of the damage, and therefore Mr. B has to pay Mr. A 60. Uh, Mr. A, however, is still responsible for his cow getting it out of the pit. And if there's costs involved in hiring a crane to pull the cow out, or if you know he doesn't get around to it until the cow begins to rot and is worth less than 40, so those losses are borne, are shouldered by Mr. A. So even though he's the nizik, he's the damaged party, he's also partly absorbing the, the loss uh, that arose from the cow falling into the pit.